Writing your oncology case report is a huge undertaking, and it's easy to make silly mistakes that can derail your entire writing process. That's why you need my brand new masterclass, the three-step framework for a finished case report. In this free masterclass, you'll learn three of the biggest mistakes to avoid when writing your case report, the secrets to actually finishing your case report, no matter the patient case you've chosen, and my proven three-step framework for starting and finishing your very own oncology case report. Save your seat today at theoncopt.com slash framework. Again, that's theoncopt.com slash framework. Welcome to the Onco PT Podcast, where you'll learn from oncology experts, practitioners, and patients to help you on your journey to become a confident and competent Onco PT. Here's your host, Elise Decker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Onco PT Podcast. Today is a celebration, and not just because it's the holiday season, but the Onco PT Podcast, for those of you who don't know, the Onco PT Podcast recently turned three years old. And you can't see me. I know I'm just in your earbuds or, you know, tuning through your radio today, but I am throwing the virtual confetti because this is quite the milestone for the Onco PT podcast. And I'm really excited to be sharing this with you, my listeners, who have made this possible and made this happen over these past three years. It's been quite the ride um, over these past three years, and the podcast has definitely grown beyond what I originally envisioned. When I started this podcast, three years ago, which is kind of wild, I started as a way to try and help other physical therapists navigate the oncology field better than I did. You see, I had an absolutely incredible last clinical rotation in PT school. It was in an outpatient clinic with a really robust oncology program. And there were PTs and OTs and speech therapists who were all working together to serve people who had been diagnosed with um, cancer. And it was all kinds of cancers. You know, of course, we saw the typical breast cancer. There was a really vibrant head and neck cancer program there. There was lots of lymphedema that I didn't get to see as much, but I still got to see patients who were experiencing lymphedema. It was just an absolutely incredible opportunity. I had this amazing clinical instructor, Shruti, and she also had these therapists, Melody and Michelle, who also helped to instruct me, and they were hands down some of the best teachers I could have ever asked for. It was such a tremendous opportunity. I have nothing but really fond memories of that. And so I was actually, um, it was Shruti who connected me with my very first physical therapy job. There was a clinic in the same company in Fort Worth who was looking for a clinician. And Shruti, who was such an advocate for me, really pushed for me to be considered for that position. And so I actually was offered the position and I accepted the job offer in Fort Worth. And so it was an absolute, it was a dream come true. I knew that I wanted to come back to Fort Worth after graduating from PT school so that I could help people in my own community who had cancer. It seemed like all of these pieces were really falling into place. I had just gotten engaged. Adrian and I were planning our wedding. Well, sort of. He wouldn't let me do too much planning until after we took and uh, passed our licensure exam, but I did a little planning in my head because, well, I can't, I can't stop that. And so it was just, it was this tremendous feeling of all of these pieces were really falling together and falling into place, and life was seeming to work out like I had kind of thought it would. I just, I just felt like this is what was supposed to happen. 
Or so I thought. So after graduation, I studied for and then I passed the licensure exam and then I started working at my first PT job. So I was at this outpatient clinic. I was seeing only oncology patients and in theory, I had this in the bag. I had a fabulous clinical rotation that was all about oncology. I had just come back from my CLT course and so I had a really good grasp of how to, you know, start treating patients who had lymphedema. And so on paper, I was completely set. For those of you who might be chuckling right now, don't worry. I smile and I'm kind of laughing right now. When I think of how naively wide-eyed and bushy-tailed I was when I was walking into that first job, I was so excited to be doing exactly what I had dreamed of doing for so long. And now was finally my chance to actually prove that I could do it. Unfortunately, that first day was really sobering. I actually cried when I got home. Some of you may have heard this before, but I really did. I got home and I just burst into tears. And it wasn't because I was sad or I didn't like the patient population that I was treating, but I was so overwhelmed. Between being the only therapist at this clinic, managing patients without being able to bounce ideas off of other clinicians, and then trying to keep up with all the paperwork, I felt like I was just drowning. And that was the first day. That was just the first day. And I was already having these feelings. For whatever reason it was, I really didn't account for the transition from student to physical therapist to be so rough. I really thought that having had this amazing clinical rotation, having the knowledge, having the background that I did, I would be able to just kind of walk right into that first job and I would have things figured out. I would have things taken care of and, you know, there would of course be some adjustment, but man, it was way, way more rough than I could have ever anticipated. And I didn't think that it would take me as long as it did to get my feet under me. I felt like I was flying around by the seat of my pants pretty much all day, every day. And I've always been a really determined and driven person. But this oncology PT stuff, especially working as the clinician, the solo clinician, was really hard. I've been around cancer for a long time. I joke now that I kind of grew up with cancer in my family. My mom and my sister are both oncology nurses. And so my mom's been a nurse for Pretty much my, I would say she has been a nurse my entire life. And my sister knew from an early age that she wanted to go into nursing. And so cancer was a casual dinnertime conversation topic at our house. And then as a teenager, both my grandmother and my godmother were both diagnosed with breast cancer. So I learned a little bit more then about what cancer is and how it's treated. But all of this really came together for me at APTA CSM in 2016. When I happened to wander into my first oncology physical therapy session with Dr. Amy Litterini and Dr. Nicole Stout, both of whom I've had on the podcast and are just amazing interviewees. So if you have the chance, definitely tune into those episodes because they were absolutely wonderful. But that session that they taught was an absolute, it was a catalyst in my entire existence. There's basically pre-elite, you know, pre-APTA CSM 2016 Elise. And then there's a lease after that session. It really is, I think, that black and white for me as to how life-changing that session was. And I know I've told them this before, but really, if y'all are happening to listen to the podcast, Amy, Nicole, you really changed my life. And I just have so, I have 
I have you to thank for that. And I'm so grateful for that. And it was really after that, after that session that they taught, I finally figured out that I could really combine my future physical therapy profession and serving people with cancer into one really exciting combo job, into an exciting career that I felt like I was I kind of didn't get a taste of at first when I was in physical therapy school. So after excitedly gobbling up everything I could relating to oncology physical therapy, begging our director of clinical education for that amazing clinical rotation, I figured that I would be able to ease into my first, you know, big girl PT job as an onco PT much more easily than what I actually did. As I said before, boy, was I wrong. The worst part of it all was not that I didn't know about cancer. I didn't understand how to help these patients. But I felt like I was flying by the seat of my pants every single day. And I could never get my feet underneath me. Not just in that first day, not just in the first week, not just the first month. It felt truly months before I finally had some semblance of, okay, I've got my feet on the ground. I kind of know what I'm doing. So... It was a long time of feeling this way, but I did have a little clarity one day when I was driving home from work. I felt that if I was feeling this way, even with that stellar clinical rotation, even with the knowledge that my mom and my sister had taught me over the years, even with all that, surely other physical therapists were experiencing this too. One of my favorite pastimes is listening to podcasts. And in all seriousness, I am a voracious podcast listener. It's a great way for me to pass the time while I'm driving, and I really like to unwind at the end of a day's work with a good podcast episode. And it was on one such day as I was driving home from the clinic, I had this idea. What if there was an oncology physical therapy podcast? I would absolutely eat that up. Seriously, I would probably listen to every episode at least once, if not multiple times, because that's a really fantastic way for me to learn. I was already doing this learning through different podcasts and not just health related. I mean, all kinds of business related, personal growth, any kind of podcasts I'm a re- I really love listening to. And so I was starting to wonder, what if there was an oncology physical therapy podcast? And so I did a quick search on my podcast player and found that there really is no such thing. There's some really fantastic um, patient-centered oncology podcasts about cancer, about the cancer experience. Maybe there's a couple more medical ones, but there really wasn't something that addressed oncology for the rehab professional. I knew that if I was feeling this way, overwhelmed, frustrated, and alone. I probably wasn't the only one to feel these things when it came to trying to treat people who have cancer. And I knew that I didn't want any other physical therapist to feel the way that I did, overwhelmed, frustrated, and alone. Maybe a podcast could be a way to share information and treatment techniques and emerging research and frankly, encouragement for those rough days. 
So as soon as I figured out that there was really nothing out there, at least at the time, to address this need, my mind was pretty much off to the races. And if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm definitely one of those people that once I get an idea, I am like a wild horse stampede. There's no stopping my brain. Um, it tends to just go and go and go and run until it either runs out of steam, which is not very common, or I do the thing. And that thing in my mind was, you know what, why don't I start a podcast, Um, which is overly simplifying the process. And I really have to give credit where credit is due. When I came home on this day and I told my fiance, my now husband, Adrian, about my idea to start an oncology physical therapy podcast, he may have wondered internally, what the heck? But he didn't say it out loud. And his face did not give away any feelings of that. Whether he did or he didn't, who knows, but he sure did not um, give that away in his facial expressions. And in fact, for my birthday that year, which was not that long afterwards, he bought me a really nice microphone instead of the cheapo one that I was looking at on Amazon because he told me, he said, if you're going to do this, you need to do it well. And that support meant the world to me. And Adrian My husband, if you're listening, I appreciate you. And this gesture meant more than you will ever know to me. And I'm I'm so grateful because who knows? I I know my first few podcast episodes were very rough, y'all, but it would have been even worse if I had had a really crappy microphone. So thank you, Adrian, for ensuring that I at least had decent audio quality to get started with this podcast. So before long, I had this podcast microphone that I actually start using. And then I had my first few episodes recorded and I had a launch date set, which was December 5th, 2018. And I'm very, very blessed. Um, I had some people on a short list that I could bring onto the podcast. For example, I had my sister, which was awfully convenient because she was a roommate at the time. I interviewed my godmother about her own cancer experience, which was a really cool conversation to have. And it was actually something that I really hadn't talked to her about in depth before that time. I had some other people that you know, others put me in connection with. And before I knew it, I had a few episodes and I was ready to launch, which was so cool. And now here we are, three years later, 160 episodes in to the Onco PT podcast. And all I can say right now is, wow, I'm amazed that this all started as a passion project and a hobby and a desire that I, and I fervently believe this, I don't want any other physical therapist to feel alone, frustrated, and overwhelmed when it comes to treating patients who have or have had cancer. It's such a special patient population that has so many needs that we are perfectly equipped to serve And we have so many skills that we can bring to the table to truly help this patient population. And we're not, we're not doing that enough. Unfortunately, there's a lot of barriers, but we're working to overcome those. And I'm so thrilled that y'all have been on this journey with me. I'm, I'm very, very excited to see what the next three years bring. Uh, This year, we rolled out our first round of the case report crash course and the exam prep course in 2021, which was super exciting. And I'm really excited to talk more about that. And that is going to be in a future episode of the Onco PT podcast. But I will end today's episode with this. Thank you. Thank you, my dear, dear listener. 
because you have been the driving force behind every episode. I'm so grateful for the time that you have spent with me and my guests over these past three years, and I can't wait to share more with you in 2022. I am so appreciative of the time that you spend listening to this podcast, to providing your feedback, to engaging with me on social media or the happy half hours that I do on Instagram. You are the reason that I get up and do this. And your patience are the reason that I get up and keep doing this. And I'm just so grateful for the trust that you have placed in me and all of the faith and the support that you have shared over the last three years. And I can't wait to share more with you in 2022. So here is to another 160 episodes, another three plus years of the Onco PT podcast, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. To celebrate the Onco PT's three-year birthday, I am doing a special giveaway. I'm giving away an Ask Me Anything coaching session, and all you have to do is give us your feedback. To enter the giveaway, we're asking you to rate the podcast on your podcast player, leave us a review, and then email us a screenshot of your review at hello at theoncopt.com. We will select two winners, and then we will air these Ask Me Anything coaching sessions on the podcast in 2022. So if you've ever wanted to be on the podcast, this is your chance to do so and to get to pick my brain in the process. Again, to enter the giveaway, rate the podcast, leave us a review, and then email a screenshot of your review to hello at theoncopt.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Onco PT Podcast. For more episodes, visit theoncopt.com.